Welcome to the PlayStation Experience. It is I, as always, your boy Dat Ninja Dev, and joining me is the man of a million podcasts himself, Mr. Delvin Cox. How are you this fine November 1st? I'm doing good, brother. I'm doing good. How are you doing today, brother? Um, I'm alright, you know? I'm chilling. Um, got a little bit of extra sleep, and I am ready to talk some PlayStation. I'm ready to play some PlayStation. I'm ready to get my hands on this new box. And uh, I'm just, I'm excited. It's November. We're almost there. We're almost there. Yeah. Hopefully the world won't go to crap before that happens. But yeah, it's exciting. This is true. This is true. We'll we'll find out in three days. Yeah. <laughs> also joining us from the uh, great white north, the platinum princess herself, Miss Haley Nicole Miller. How are you this fine fine morning sleep what's that also i got this so um you know should have got a roku i'm not getting a roku get over it um (laughs) (laughs) it's it's been a morning uh i went to bed at like 10 o'clock yesterday i was doing a bunch of halloween events with friends over discord so uh and then you know woke up couldn't fall back to sleep. Made steak and potatoes at 4 a.m. and watched into the Spider Verse. So that is that's something. 4 a.m. steak and potatoes. Wow, that's tasty. That's a thing. That's a thing. Spider Verse always a good time. Always yes, a good time. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, myself. Uh, I got. I, I was up late. You know, watching a bunch of Halloween stuff, just trying to savor it all because. Uh, Today, all the hot decorations come down, and we just transition into fall, and then Christmas. So, hope everyone's Halloween was good. Did you guys do anything special? Just, like I said, just Discord stuff. We played, like, Halloween kind of Cards Against Humanity. Uh, then, uh, I don't own it, so I couldn't play it, but, like, uh, we were all watching our friends play Phasmophobia over Discord. Um... And then we were going to cap it off with Jennifer's body, but everybody was too tired at that point. So, What about you, Devin? Anything? I was remodeling a house. Yeah, I saw. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah, I saw. I saw that tweet. That's what I was doing all Halloween. Remodeling a house. Painting, moving furniture, everything. Buying stuff to put up in the house. All that stuff. That's what I did Halloween. I... Yeah. I was okay. busy. That's, that's what I do, man. If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. Wow, that's uh, not what I would have expected. Did your kids do anything? Did you at least make them help you remodel? No, they um, 
they went with my grandmother to go get because it was her house remodeling. So they went with her to go get stuff to remodel with, like certain like stuff that she wanted to get. And they went shopping with her. They had a blast doing that, of course, socially distancing and wearing masks. Because please still do that, people. Yes, yeah. please wear masks. Yeah, but they went with her and had fun with doing that. Then after we left, my grandmother I forgot what time was that. That was late. Um, I took them to GameStop and went and took them shopping and stuff. Let them get what they wanted to get. All right. Well, still trying to figure out you remodeling the house. That's that's something. Wow. Halloween, of course. <laughs> Easy answer. Yeah. My grandmother yeah. wanted it done. That's that's why I'm remodeling a house. Yeah, makes sense. Whatever grandma wants, grandma gets. Cool, cool, cool. All right, well, let's talk a little bit about what we've been playing. Let's start with you, Devin. What have you been uh, playing, if you've been playing anything at all other than The Sims in real life? Um, I played a little bit of, um, what is the game called? Watch Dogs Legion. But I, okay. I don't think I've played enough to really talk about it that much. I played like the intro mission and I picked my character and did one of their side missions and stuff like that. One thing I, I will say made me laugh what it is. All the characters, the opening characters you can pick to start from, I absolutely did not like except one. Oh yeah, they the all sound horrible. Him, yeah. Only reason why I liked him is because he looked like a member of Cameo. <laughs> now if you know who Cameo oh, is, goodness. Cameo is the old yes. funk Group from like the seventies and eighties, <laughs> and the character looks like the lead singer of Cameo, and I immediately said, "Yes, I am picking this man." <laughs> well, they're all different. They're all different for um for everybody. They're all randomly generated. So okay, that's why it is. But uh, this one, he looked yeah. exactly like the lead singer of Cameo, one hundred percent. That's hilarious. Uh, I have played quite a lot of Legion, but I'll get to that in a second whenever we get to me. So yeah, and I also played. A little bit late at night yesterday. Um, the Dark Anthologies games. Little, I played okay. Little Hope. Okay, the new one, right? Yes, Little Hope yeah, is the okay, new one. Okay. And I gotta say this: I don't think this is a controversial take at this point. I'm maybe an hour in it. I'm feeling like maybe they should have stayed with PlayStation as a second party because when you're doing a horror game, especially a horror game like this. Man of a Dan had this exact same problem. Yep. Once you find out the secret sauce about it, in terms of like the hook or the plot, it's no longer entertaining. And with Man mm. of a Dan, when you get half, like, just like any scary movie, once you find out who the killer is or how to stop the killer, it's no longer fun. Like, like for Scream. You. Yeah, for, and for the most part. Like, Scream, for example. Once you find out the killer, and how they're doing what they're doing, the magical stuff they're per se doing. Like that happened to Man of Medan. Like halfway through the game, if you're paying attention, if you're like picking up the notes, you know why everything is going on. And it, it, lo- it no longer becomes scary at that point. Because, okay, I know why this is mm-hmm. happening. I know why we're seeing these things. And I feel like Little Hope so far is going in a better direction. But... Because they're not they're not in that PlayStation nest and because they're not taking their time with these games because the whole thing about the Dark Pictures Anthology is that they are doing they're supposed to be originally was doing a, a new game every six months. But yeah. now, now it's like once a year. But yeah, they've already fallen behind. Yes, but because of that, 
The games are not as polished as they should be. And at some points in the game, it looks beautiful. At some points, it looks rough, rough. And in a game like this, where the main gameplay is button presses and things like that, you want everything to be on all cylinders. I feel like so far, I'm only an hour in Little Hope. This with, with polish, this game could have been excellent, but so far, it's just not there for me. And that's all I've been playing, by the way. Okay, okay. Yeah, I those were not up my alley at all. I didn't even play whatever the first one was. Uh, Until Dawn? Yeah, I didn't play that. I have it. And I always wanted to play it like as a group game on Halloween, but just we never. Un- Until got Dawn to is it. great. I'm, uh, I'm curious yeah, to see so. how it's going to look natively on the PS5. Until Dawn is an amazing game, one of the yes. best games of PlayStation 4's launch cycle, and it was one oh. of the most unique games. Also, uh, yeah. it's it's got Brett Dalton, uh, Hayden Panettiere in it. So, oh yeah, I remember. I remember seeing the 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 launch of it for um, at a PlayStation Experience. And me and one of my boys, we were like, "Oh my god, that looks amazing! That's like the perfect party game." And like I said, I always wanted to play. I just never got around to it. So. Maybe one day, maybe next Halloween, once my kids are a little older, not as scared of everything, maybe we'll play it as a family. Also, for me, that feels like like a group game. Before we move on, I will will say this also. It feels like when you go from Until Dawn and you have these several well-known actors in it, and then you go to Man of Medan and you have a few well-known actors in it that you probably know from TV and cinema and stuff like that, like, okay. And then you go to Little Hope and you're like, okay. I don't it feels like the quality is going down as well as the acting because they're not of the same mm. caliber. So it's like, okay now. We went from Hayden Pantieri to I think it's Sean Ashmore in a Man of a Dead. Sean Ashmore's great. Yeah. I we're just still yeah. like it's still on the same level. Then you get yeah. to Little Hope and you're like, okay, who is this guy? He was in what show that I don't remember? He played like a it feels Almost like an indie movie. Yeah. Yeah. And the acting is not there yet. Now, I don't know how it feels the further I get in the game, but it's like, huh, this is a little rough right now. But I'm waiting. Speak- I'm willing to give it a chance and be patient. Speak- speaking of Sean Ashmore, he most recently showed up in The Boys, season two. That's awesome. Yeah. He's a great actor, by the Very way. Very cool. What about you, Haley? What you been? What you been playing? Uh, only two things this week. Uh, The Last of Us Part Two permadeath. Uh, my death count is up to five. Also, I will literally say, uh, I hate that area that is entirely covered with mines because I was so scared of dying. Because um, I guess there's no checkpoint once you enter the area with the with the mines. It literally just goes hey all your progress you've made since you got to pass the Seravina, yeah you die you lose that so uh <laughs> because it's literally just you have to get through that area once you get through it though it's not a bad thing but i didn't die again because as you know i died four times in the prologue because of the stupid stealth gating where if you're too close to the second clicker when you in the grocery store it'll for some reason just notice you and kill you instantly 
uh, died four times there, and then I didn't die again until after, uh, after you enter the underground, the, uh, the train area there, um, so I'm past all that, I'm still in the underground, about to, like, obviously get to, like, the part where, you know, spoilers, which I won't say, uh, but, like, you, you get to a chase scene, essentially, um, y'all know what I'm talking about, uh, that game is way harder on permadeath for some reason. It seems like I'm getting less resources, which is weird because I'm just playing on like moderate. So like I'm playing on normal, but added the permadeath thing. Uh, so it feels like I'm getting less ammo. Um, but aiming is a lot easier for me now because I'm just literally going, okay, if I can't get a headshot, I'll just run up to you. Um, and that's, that's pretty much where I'm at. So like, uh, obviously for those who are in the know, I'm almost done day one as Ellie. Um, it's a pain in the neck. <laughs> this is permadeath, but I want that trophy. Um, and that's pretty much where I'm at with that. Um, and then the other thing I've been playing is Watch Dogs Legion. And it's pretty much the only thing I played since Thursday morning at 12.01. However, before I even start with that, I need to shout out at you. I need to shout out Ubisoft for sending me a code for the ultimate edition of the game. Like, literally, just got it in my email. <laughs> it's, uh... What's up? It, it was great, awesome. actually. Because uh, I was going to buy the season pass anyways. But, like, here in Canada, because Canada likes to make things more expensive, the season pass was fifty three ninety nine. So, uh, them sending me the code for the ultimate edition saved me, like, 60 bucks. Because, obviously, I already had the standard edition pre-order. Um... So, like, it gave me the season pass and all that, plus the ultimate edition contents, which gave me, like, three prestige operatives, and, uh, that's pre I've pretty much been using one of those operatives, um, uh, her name is, like, Harriet Park, her job title is listed as, like, professional cosplayer, uh, but she's, <laughs> she's an elite hacker known as the Lynx, uh, I posted this character on Twitter, um, this character has permanent cat ears that you can't take off no matter what outfit you're wearing. So they're just there. <laughs> um, but also, Is she's also- an actual cat? No, here, I'll show you. I'll post it in the chat for you, Delvin. One sec. Um. That is weird. <laughs> so is Spider-Cat, which I love that. I do, but that's not what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. You'll be able to see. Here you go. Uh, doo -doo -doo. Spider Cat's a legend. There's the yeah. character. Those ears look weird. They're literally like not on her head. They're like a digital thing. They're, they're yeah. just there as part of her outfit. Uh, her socks, by the way, also have cats on them. Like they have cat ears as the socks. Anywho, uh, she's. She's got this great ability where I can, like, send out a drone and it will dive-bomb enemies. Um, and she's also got the ability to propagate hacks so they spread. If you hold the button down while you're hacking, it'll spread to other people and not just one at a time, which is great. Uh, I have, like, 42% of the trophies and I've only played this game since Thursday. So, uh, <laughs> although... I'm putting this out there, Mike Fowler. I hope you're listening because I know you're the only one, other one in the Discord interested in platinum in this game. Uh, yeah, it's a grind, and I can tell you that right now. Uh, I thought there would be like maybe 18 pay stubs, 
There are 47 of them. That's annoying. And also, getting 100,000 ETO to spend on clothes? Also annoying. I played this game since 30, since Thursday, and I have 30,000. Uh, it's a How pain. far are you in the campaign? I played like two missions, but the rest of it I've been... Well, maybe. But also, like... Maybe I've... make more of the campaign, unlocks more money and things of that nature to, to help speed that process up. Maybe, but also, I've been like... There's these things when you go into like areas. Delvin, I'm you you did the opening, right? And picked your character? Yes. Have you done the first thing where like you turn a burrow defiant yet? No, I have not done that yet. Okay, so they make you do one of those as part of the tutorial. Like you can't do anything else until you do it. I have all the burrows defiant. And like every time I've gone into one of those red areas where like, hey, this is where like you turn the burrow defiant, uh I've unlock every like ETO safe in there and they're only giving you like 275 cash like it's a grind and as part of the ultimate edition I have VIP status so I'm getting more cash than I would normally uh it's definitely a grind um I mean I'm having fun with the game regardless um from what I played the story seems cool. I really wish they hadn't killed the character you play as in the first mission cuz he seemed real nice. Like he was yeah, I agree with that real, sentiment too. He, he he was really cool. What? Hmm. No, just like that's crazy. So oh. Yeah, he'll explain this cuz I, I thought he yeah. was a cool character. Yeah, so essentially when you start the game, you're like underneath um you're underneath like Buckingham Palace pretty much. I'm pretty sure, or yeah. it's the parliament, or it's the parliament building. It's one of the two. I don't know. I'm not very familiar it's, with London. It's parliament. If I'm if yeah, I okay, correctly. yeah, yeah. But anywho, you're you're like a former MI6 agent working for DedSec, which is all right. Oh, nice. I mean, that's that's a that's a great start. But like, you you start the game, you go through this mission as him, and then you get to the end of it, and they essentially like send in a bunch of drones, and you don't have control in this section at all. They literally just go. Hey, you're here to help DedSec. We don't like DedSec. Uh, you're dead now. And they, this other hacker group uh, literally just goes, Here, take a bunch of riot drone bullets to the face. And he just falls over. And then it gives you the opening like, Hey, for anybody who's watched the story trailers, uh, essentially you know that London gets bombed. Uh, uh, so like there are bombs set in like three different locations. And you manage to disarm them at one. But the other locations still go off. Due to this hacker group, uh, the character you play as is dead, and then, or you're playing as in the intro is dead. Then, of course, Delvin's already said you pick the character you start. The character I picked was, I guess, a babysitter. Her accent was atrocious. It's awful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and like it's Cockney accent, or just like it was just badly done. I mean, the accent sounded. Similar to one I've heard in like Misfits, which is a BBC show, or Doctor Who, but mm -hmm. even even still, like it's not that the accent was badly done. It's that this character's accent and the way they talked made it seem like they were just flippant and didn't care. Like, <laughs> uh, obviously, when you're recruiting people, it's like, hey, how can we help you? Because we want you to join us. How can we help you so you can help us? But this character's wording when it was like. Maybe if we're not too busy, you know? Like, that's... Alright, that's not gonna get people to help you, but regardless... 
eventually I got other characters, and then obviously the Ultimate Edition came in, so then I got the this character, and it's pretty much the only one I've used since, except for when she gets injured. I'm not playing on permadeath in this game, because there's no trophy for it, so. Um, although, uh, I know Kevin reviewed this for the Xbox One X, yeah. uh, but he hasn't experienced any more crashes since they patched it. I've experienced. Well, he has the one S, not the one X. Okay, so, but and it's not crashing the one S, just the one X. Yeah, they fixed that. Ubisoft tweeted out. I'm not getting crashes during gameplay or anything like that. You want to know when I'm getting a crash? When I'm trying to quit to the main menu so I can go eat food, the game crashes to to the to the console dashboard. So that's bad. Hmm. Like I I. I don't experience crashes. Why are you quitting to the main menu instead of just putting it on standby and just being able to quickly zoom back into the game? Because I don't like doing that. Interesting. I don't like having two apps running at the same time. Again, autism ADHD. I would never be able to focus on one app if I had two going at the same time. That's why I don't... the other app going? Well, if I have Netflix or Amazon Prime or whatnot going... I get what she's saying, because she's, uh, she's watching TV while she eats. Yeah. So that makes sense. I get what you're saying. Uh, uh, yes, but, but, but that's... I'm not getting a Roku. Deal with it. <laughs> um, but that's the only time I've experienced crashes is when trying to quit to the main menu. Although, I will say, it's very nice to see, like, when you go to start from loading up the game from boot, um, seeing the ability to upload to the cloud, like, right there, pasted in the game... Is great because this wasn't listed on like the Ubisoft Connect titles that would support it, but I guess it does, so that's nice. So it'd be very great to have this save moved over to the PS5. Um, yeah, they they updated that that list and they said that all the Ubisoft Connect stuff actually starts with Watch Dogs. So even yeah. though it wasn't listed initially, they updated that. Yeah. Um. Other than that, like what I played of the story. Seems alright. I think it liked Greg and kind of funny, pretty much said, except Andy. Andy liked it, but uh, Greg and Imran were not huge fans. Uh, I like it. Game's fun. I will say the story takes a bit of a hit because there's no, like, central lead character. Um, but, um, I I'm interested... Agree. I'm interested to see where the story goes, but it's already delved into, like, possibly jumping the shark territory, and we're, I'm literally, like, maybe three or four missions in. I, w- I want to add to that, because when the beginning mission happens and that main character dies, my first thought was, hey, that other cool character they showed in the intro, she's going to become the main character, kind of the person in the chair. And I said, okay, that's cool. I would love to play as her, but that's not what it did at first. I'm like, oh, well, that sucks. No. Because nah. she's a very cool, compelling character. And they're like, nah, we'd rather give you this old lady with a purse and a shopping bag. <laughs> like, like uh, yeah. I don't know. Some of the characters' abilities are great. So, like, I... Like, I've already explained Harriet's. But then I have another character who has a paintball gun and paint bombs. Oh, I saw that character. Um, Essentially, like... So I already got the... There's a trophy related to that character for, like, stunning Clan Kelly members uh, five times with paintball bullets. Hilarious, honestly, because as soon as you hit them once the paintball, you can just walk up to them and take them down, which is great. <laughs> um, but I've also got, like, a professional hitman who, if he manages to stealth people, he just takes a garrot wire and strangles it behind their neck. Like, the, some character... Like, 
So, Dev, I know that with Watch Dogs 2, you played as non-lethally as possible. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, they've made, they've made sure in this game that that's not an option, but all the weapons you have... Sorry. All the weapons you can buy for DedSec-related stuff are non-lethal. Like, they're non-lethal weapons. But some characters okay. have weapons that are lethal. Can I just choose not to use them or just recruit all super hackers? Because that's that's my plan. I'm not going in lethal. I'm trying to be stealth, stun guns. We ain't that's, killing nobody. I'm already telling you right now, that's literally not an option. You have to kill people. In, in literally the opening mission, you have to kill people. They've they've made sure that like that guy that gameplay loop is Yeah, you have fun with that because I'll tell you right now, if you don't kill people, you're not making it past that main mission. Like that literal first mission, you literally get surrounded. He's gonna He's gonna die anyway, so that doesn't really matter. But the rest of the game when I'm actually like playing stuff, I wanna see how far I can get with just hacks. Like that's that's what I enjoy about the about the series is being able to just be undetected. Yeah, I'm try that there, there's a there's an ability that would be super helpful for you called AR cloak, where like you cloak yourself. But even in that, mm-hmm. like you're gonna have to take people down, whether with the gun or, or straight up. Oh yeah, there's so I ma- took people down with, with with stun guns. I mean, so as long as I can stun them with something or put them to sleep, then we good. I mean, yeah, all, like I was saying, all the weapons you can buy in the upgrade menu are non lethal. Like there's a non lethal shotgun, a non lethal grenade launcher. A non-lethal pistol and a non-lethal. Hold up one second. (laughs) Hold up one second. What the hell is a non-lethal grenade launcher? I guess it launches shock rounds into an area of effect, right? So like it just shocks them. But anywho, anywho, I have all those weapons unlocked. I don't understand how they're non-lethal. I don't. I was gonna say that. Yeah, the way that the body, the way that the bodies fall. Is great. You'll hit someone square in the chest with a grenade, and it goes off. And it goes operative uh, character injured by this operative heading to hospital to receive in like treatment. It's like, no, that man's dead. I hit him square in the chest. <laughs> Let's <laughs> say I have a non-lethal grenade launcher. If he dies, <laughs> and, he I, dies. and also, I shoot it in an area with a bunch of people, and it's shooting out what it's it's electrical sparks. Yeah, I, I'm almost certain somebody's gonna die. Okay, (laughs) but but also, let me just point out that none of these characters, when they take people down stealthily with just their fists, seem to know not how to break necks. Literally every takedown I've done with this character just breaks people's necks. Literally. She just goes like that, and it's like, oh, okay, so you you care about being non-lethal with your pistol, but with your fist you'll go, and just, all right. Um, oh, that's interesting. Like my, my cameo guy doesn't do that. He does, he, he does like a judo flip and punches him in the face every every, every time every takedown. That's <laughs> judo chop. I mean, yeah, but what's what's you guys like? What's the character's profession? Um, I don't remember what it is exactly. I know he. I got him because he has political influence. Okay. And, he can, and police officer, I think the the prison the, the jail time is shorter for everybody. Okay. Who, yeah. 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 But he, he oh, hasn't kill people. That that's one thing that's very nice. Is like so the first time I got a, an operative arrested, it's like, hey, you should recruit this person because it'll help shorten jail time. Uh, went and did that. 
Hey, this person is in the hospital and we'll be out. We'll be there for some time. Game listed is like, hey, uh, this character is out of commission for an hour. Hey, you should recruit a medic and then it'll re reduce that time. Uh, and now pretty much I don't have to worry about operatives being out of action, which is great. So Sounds like a very interesting loop. It, it is. But also, you could focus mainly on the story. It's just... I wanted to, like... Because when you take a burrow over, it gives you a specific character for... Like, joins your team automatically. And then mm -hmm. once that happens, you can usually find more of those people in the city. Um, so like I've recruited, okay. because I have all the burrows, I've recruited like a spy, a professional hitman, a beekeeper, uh, a football hooligan, an anarchist and more like it's, it's really weird. Like the, the gameplay loop is, oh, I also have a Buckingham palace Royal guard, but, uh, that getting that character was ridiculous because essentially like Delvin will know because when you recruit people, it gives you like a mission to go help them. Right. Well, all of Buck Buckingham Palace is listed as a restricted area. Guess where it put the start point to talk to this person? In Buckingham Palace. In the restricted area. In the restricted area. But I managed to lure him out of the restricted area, come back out of hiding, right? And talk to him. As soon as that conversation finished, guess where the game started me from? Restricted area. Yeah, so I had to run away so I didn't get shot to death. Run away! <laughs> um... But yeah, no, it's, uh, and then I got a trophy for entering Buckingham Palace, uh, restricted area as a guard, so. That was interesting. I've got all the weapon upgrades, and now I'm just working on the rest of the upgrades. There are a lot of upgrade points. So, like, as you remember, in the previous Watch Dogs, you'd get, like, maybe three or four points every time you got, you leveled up, right? Uh -huh. Now, there's... Te what's called tech points hidden throughout the world and every time you collect one of those you get 10 to fully upgrade everything you need 1300 there's 130 wow. of these things in the open world I don't think I upgraded anything except for hacking and I think some of the stealth stuff so we'll see I'm interested. I'm I'm probably more interested in this game's DLC than I am its main story. <laughs> just because yeah. of the characters that they're bringing in. Um, Wrench. So and, I just want to yeah. see the continuation of, of the first game and the second game. Um, so I've been on the fence about picking it up earlier, just waiting for the PS5 version. But I do love me some Marsock, so I'm very interested. Yeah, this it, is, it's fun. It's uh, like I said... Um, Obviously, I love Watch Dogs, but the game from Ubisoft that I'm most excited for is Valhalla, and that's out in nine days. So Maybe they'll send you a code for that, too. Uh, it wouldn't matter if they did. I already paid for the $160 version, so I wouldn't be able to use it. I would say we could give it away, but it's probably only going to work on Canadian PS4s. Or no, PS4s uh, or it's a North American code. I already checked. I was, I was kidding. I was yeah. kidding. Okay, okay. I, I will say this before <laughs> we move on. Shout out to, I guess, Canada, because I've been yeah. seeing a lot of Canadian influencers get yeah. Xboxes, mm -hmm. PS5s, and they're not big influencers at all. No. And I think that's yeah. dope that outside of the U.S., they are looking out for the smaller creators and the smaller communities and hooking them up with PS5s yeah. to try and stuff, and that's dope. I wish also, I'd see that more yeah. here. 
Also, shout out to The Rock, who apparently got already a custom version of the Xbox Series X with instead of the Xbox logo on it, it's got his like workout company logo. Bill. Yeah. Well, yeah. he is The Rock, That's so tough. that that doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, I think it's really cool what, what Xbox has been doing, just sending units out to so many different people just across the board. I think yeah. that they've been doing a really good job with that. Um, same with PlayStation. I was surprised at how many different people actually got PS5s and the fact that they went out, you know, so much earlier than PS4. So kudos to both of the companies for doing that. And yeah, big kudos to Ubisoft for sending you a code. Um, I think that's awesome. Yes. I think that's great. I mean, it's just really cool that they were to, they recognize, you know, how big of a Ubisoft, you know, gamer you are and just wanted to give back and say thanks for being, you know, somebody who big ups our stuff. So yeah. that's really cool. Really I, cool like, to see. Like, not even kidding, for those who aren't aware, I play literally every Ubisoft game. I may not play some of them for long. Like, I haven't really played Rayman that much or I own Rainbow Six Siege and haven't really played much of it because I'm not very, like, into competitive shooting. But I bought it. It was on sale for like 12 bucks, and I, I bought it, played a couple of rounds, and was like, all right, well, this game isn't really for me, but I still played it. Um, but yeah, my Ubisoft Connect level, because it used to be Uplay, uh, and then I guess it all switched over now, is 45 for those who are wondering. <laughs> I've played literally all of their, their games since Uplay started, which was with Assassin's Creed 2, so. Very nice, very nice. Yeah. Yeah, so for me, I'm boring. I only play Ghost of Tsushima. I've been just super busy with life stuff this week. I haven't really had any time to play any games. I think I only played a game like maybe once or twice this entire week, and it was just Ghost trying to get my key up for my character or whatnot. Yeah. I screamed it for about an hour, talked to a couple of my homeboys while I was playing or whatnot. But that's literally all I've been doing. I've just been super busy with... uh things not pertaining to gaming but i'm definitely looking forward to saturday next saturday extra life kind <laughs> of get the game for 12 hours for the kids try to raise some more money um goes to a great cause and just happy to be a part of that and i'll probably be playing some uh destiny maybe a little bit maybe maybe i'll pick up watchdogs and start my my journey with it there um but uh we'll see but yeah very boring for me this week <laughs> just oh Busy, 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 busy. Before we move on, <laughs> gotta say shout out to Dev, because Dev hooked me up with a person. He knew oh, a guy. Yeah. He knew a guy who knew a guy <laughs> who knew a guy who knew a guy that got me a PS5. And now I may or may not owe the mob money for a PS5. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy, one of Dev's friends said, hey, if I don't get my money, I'm withholding Dev's PS5, so now uh-huh. I'm indebted to buying this PS5 from this guy, which I'm eternally grateful for. And I'm not, out of fact, I'm in the process of paying for it right now so Dale can get his on launch day. Yes. <laughs> we ain't trying but to have no you, problems. Bro. No, no problem, problem at all. I'm just glad. I'm glad because I actually hit him up like, all right, so how do we want to do this? Because he, yeah, he got a couple of pre-orders. Um, and he did mainly because he knew people weren't going to be able to get them. So he wasn't flipping them for extra money. Yeah. He was yeah. just trying to secure them for people. So... He had hit me up because he had saw me talking about it on Twitter about how pissed off I was the whole process. He was like, look, I got one if you need one. I was like, how in the heck? And my boy Casey, he's a huge gamer, so shout out to him. Like, he plays everything. Um, and, like, he's one of those people who also does not sleep. So he was up and just kept refreshing, trying to get one. So he got pre-orders, I think, at GameStop, Best Buy, and Target. So 
he gave me the Best Buy one, and I hit him up the other day, like, so how do we want to, how do we want to go ahead and make this happen, like, the, the process, I'll come down, I'll pick it up, all that good stuff, he was like, hey, I got another one, if you know anybody else who, who needs one, I was like, oh, let me hit up Delvin, because <laughs> I knew that Nate was going to give you his, but um, I figured if Nate could keep his and actually play Spider-Man Miles Morales, since he is the yes. Spider-Jedi, um, I thought it'd be cool to be able to get you one and possibly get it to you on launch day because we can change the shipping address on that and then Nate can keep his and everything worked out. So I'm just glad that you are no longer the butt of the joke of not being able to get a PlayStation and now you are. I'll believe it when I see it. Delvin better have that PS5 in shot in the shot when we record <laughs> after it releases. Well, that won't happen because I want to bring that heavy old thing downstairs. I'm like fall right. down a flight of stairs <laughs> carrying that bad boy. But what I want to do is... Uh, okay, because, better yet. Just have the box in frame. There you go. Okay, Just have cool. the box. What I want to do is, depending on when I get both of them, I'm going to have a... P- right now, I'm going to have a PS5 and Xbox Series S. As long as they don't cancel my Xbox order, I should be able to come on this show when that happens and do a little compare and contrast because I have a 4K HDR TV Mm-hmm. That could do everything that both systems could do, so I could be able to come on the show and tell you about both systems, the pros and cons of both of them, how they look on the TV, and everything. So that's gonna be cool. Hey, uh, hey, Delvin, what up? What's uh, what's HDR, buddy? I don't know, but it makes everything looks beautiful. <laughs> it makes the darks look dark and the brights look bright. That's all yes. I can tell you. Well, that's that's an app description, but it stands for yeah. high dynamic range. Oh, that's what it is. Well, I couldn't tell you what that meant, but I know what it does because when I played the last of it, because the thing which is wonky, you can't use HDR on the PS4 Pro. Yes, you can. If, if let me finish, if you have the PSVR hooked up, yeah, it doesn't have pass through. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So that makes it a bitch to use HDR. You literally have to unplug everything. From your PS4 Pro to and hook it up just by itself, which is annoying. And that's but I did that's that for the, the last PSVR, right? Because I feel yes. like the newer PSVR, the, the new one, that. I believe, does have. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. has that HDR pass through. So I need to get a newer PSVR. But yeah, that was so I unhooked it for to play The Last of Us Two, and it looked amazing. Yep. But I'm, when uh, I, I'm curious to see how stuff's gonna look on that nano cell I'm gonna get at the end of the month. So. Yeah. But when I hooked it back Game up for Iron Man, the, doing the Lord's justice here, we're doing the, we're doing the work. We're getting everybody nano cells. Ju- yeah. Josh just bought one. Yeah, I saw, I saw it. It says like arriving by Wednesday too. So I'm not buying no nano cell. I don't even know what that is. It's a it's a TV, but it's it's got <laughs> it's HD, it's got really HDR nice and Dolby Vision. Game. Yeah. No. And also, also native shout- one twenty refresh yeah. rate. Shout out to the uh, the advertising for the gaming section of that. TV like marketing using the surge. Mm-hmm. By the way, it's literally using the surge as its gaming marketing. One of the that, one of, actually the surge is one of the best looking HDR games out there too. People don't realize that, but it's one of the few games that actually ran at a native sixty frames and also had a really good HDR implementation. Unlike just, right, unlike like Red Dead Two, where people complained because Rockstar put in fake HDR. Well, it's because that game is so intensive. It yeah. was really hard to yeah. make I'm not, that I'm, game. I'm not complaining about consoles. that. When I go in the store to buy a TV, I say, mm-hmm. when I go in the store to buy a TV, 
I just take like a game informer with me or something like that. Because it was one game informer that had like what you need for 4K and everything that you need. I'm like, hi, let's go to Brandsmart. Let's find a TV that has all this stuff. And generally speaking, because I'm cheap, I find the cheapest TV that does all these things. It's usually LG and it usually looks really good. Hey, Delvin, we have a show for that. It's called Game Tech. Well, the last time I bought my TV, there was no Game Tech. I don't even think there was a um, Stadia podcast at that time. The LG NanoCell is the TV for you. Yeah, that's literally, it's an (laughs) LG. It's it's, it's called the NanoCell. And And how how much is it? Not super expensive. Uh, Right now? It's the 550. It's 550 stateside right now for the 49 inch. Um, there's a 55 on, inch. is a little bit more expensive. Fam, hey, hey, I have a 72 y'all, inch. Hey, y'all, I don't y'all, deal with. Yeah, I understand. I, I don't deal with 55 inches no more. I hey, laugh at those. Y'all, y'all want to hit me <laughs> up with that? Scoff at your 55 inches. Y'all want to hit me up with that 550 deal? I don't because all shipping will be crazy. But also, uh, it's for the 55 inch here. It's uh, 1,099 right now. But I'm hoping that it'll go on sale for Black Friday. So, Whew. doctor, ten ninety nine, yeah, ten ninety nine for forty for the forty nine inch. Uh, no, uh, the fifty five. I want because uh, the okay, TV. Fifty five. Okay, okay. Yeah, the the TV I have right now is fifty eight, so I don't want to shrink like nine inches. Um, I. Donnie down. did, and he didn't even he didn't recognize the difference, only because he sits right in front of his TV. Okay, well, I don't sit right in front of my TV. I sit pretty close to it, but I would still notice the difference. Um, yeah, at Best Buy, it's ten ninety nine at London Drugs, which I don't even know what that is. It's eleven ninety nine at the Brick. It's ten ninety nine at Visions. It's ten ninety eight. Did you um, say London Drugs? Yes. Is that a <laughs> dope like dealer? Watchdog stuff. Uh, <laughs> I mean, buying. you go to Brandsmart. What is that? At, at Leon's, it's ten ninety nine. At Amazon.ca, it's ten ninety. It's ten ninety nine everywhere, but the source in London Drugs. London Drugs sounds like a dope dealer from the hood. <laughs> like, it yo, does. I got these London Drugs, and you can also buy dope TV. Man, dope man. <laughs> and Brandsmart is fantastic. Sure, sure. Sounds like the swap meet. It almost looks like the swap meet in terms of the inside of it. <laughs> All right. We've rambled on long enough with shenanigans. Let's get into some questions. All right. So our first question comes from at Pit Boys. He said, do you all feel that, delay- that the delaying of cyberpunk is beneficial for those in the reviewing community, seeing as it will be less hectic and won't detract from the PS5 coverage? You know, I don't because most people that are in the reviewing community that actually get codes are going to get it before the game comes out anyway. So I don't think it's any less hectic for them, to be perfectly honest. I think for those of us who are actually paying for it, that are going to review it, it, it's nice because now it falls out of the cycle of trying to play everything else that comes out in November. And you've got practically an empty December to play that game. So I think for them, it definitely helps. Um depending on you know the actual journalists and what else they're tackling in in december for review it it may not really matter it may be just as busy for them i uh i also expect this game to get delayed again so i don't think it's coming out this year <laughs> that would be something like honestly something. honestly i expect uh, like the day after the ps5 uh, launches i i'm expecting and uh hey we have some news about cyberpunk to share with you 
I really don't that think this. Suck. I, I really don't think this game is coming out this year. But at this point, there's so much pressure on CD Projekt Red because I don't know if you saw, but Path of Exile just pushed their update to January to move out of Cyberpunk's way, and so did one other game that I don't remember the name of, but I know that it's like a big online game that pushed their update yeah, out of the way. Of my homeboys told me about that. Out of the out of the so like two games have moved their stuff out of December entirely for CD Projekt Red, and if they had delayed again, people are gonna be pissed. But also, shout out to like people tweeting right after this delay announcement. Like, I bet Ubisoft's popping bottles right now. <laughs> it's so funny. Who I follow on Twitter, everybody was like, "No problem, take your time." Like, I didn't yeah. see any of the. The shenanigans, but it was mostly everybody oh, was like, yeah. it's not good, man. Take also, the time. We can wait. Also, can't believe I have to state this again. I don't care how upset you are that a game you're excited for got delayed. Do not send developers death threats. At all. You're basically screaming into the void. No one's listening. They do what they want. Keyboard warriors, they don't care. I'm gonna say... Sad. I don't, I don't think it's gonna get delayed again. Because when I when I was reading about it, it's not the problem is not with the PS5 no Xbox I, I, versions of yeah. it. It's with the last well, I guess the current slash last gen versions of the system. Mm-hmm. And I understand why they delayed all of them because it, at this point it wouldn't make sense to put out the PS5 Series X version of it, and the last gen versions are not ready. Okay, but Delvin, they're not releasing the PS5 and Series X versions, like the native versions, until next year. What's coming out in December is still only the backwards compatible copy of the game. But that's the version that's jacked up, they say. The one, the PS5, Xbox Series X version is actually, they say it's actually running really good. So they kind of want to fix the ones that are supposed to come out now. So that's the problem. And I wonder if it'll get to the point where they're like, maybe we should scrap this. PS4 version because it's not running right on it or they'll put out a subpar product on it because look at this game. It looks beautiful. It looks amazing and it looks to the point where like, can this run on a PS4 or should it be running on a PS4? Right. So I want to know how much would they t- go into it for they to get to the point like, you know what, maybe we shouldn't put this out or maybe they'll just put out a subpar quality product for the PS4. Yeah, it may get to the point where they just have to release it and just patch it as they go. Um, that is definitely a possibility that I could see happening, but they're just, they're committed to quality. So for them, I think it's, it's going to take as how long as it takes for us to get this right. And I think at the end result, you know, we'll look back and be like, wow, this thing got delayed into eternity, but man, this game was good. You know, kind of like similar to like an uncharted four, like that thing got delayed forever. Last of us delayed, you know, I, I think we're upset. Because a lot of people like this was their game this fall. So they're upset that they're not going to be able to play that game. But I think ultimately when it does release, um, and if it is are what we expect it to be from CD Projekt Red, I think all will be forgiven in the end. Um, and it, once again, like you don't have to put out a release date. You don't have to say anything about the games. I mean, I get a lot of it is for investors, but when you keep delaying it, you're you're not really helping you know, your investors or whatnot. So I think we need to get to a point where we really don't start talking about release dates and things of that nature until games are really ready. And I wish more companies would just kind of fall in line with that and be like, yeah, it's coming when it's coming. Like, take the Rockstar approach. Like, they don't say nothing about no Grand Theft Auto until that mess is ready. Like, just 
You ain't got to say that. You ain't got to say nothing at all. Just, it's coming when it's coming. I think yeah. it's ready when it's done. Miles Morales did did it perfectly. Like, hey, oh, we have another Spider-Man game coming out. And it's coming out this fall. Done. <laughs> yeah. Are, they know it was done. They're like, hey, here it is. It's coming. Don't got to worry yeah, about Glenn or nothing like that. That's perfect. But again, as you've mentioned, most companies in the gaming industry are publicly traded. And shareholder calls are public. So, when they release dates to their investors... They have to release the dates to the public. As noted, by the way, and this was shitty all around, don't inform your developers of a delay the same time you inform the public. But I guess due to Polish law and the way that the Warsaw Stock Exchange uh, works, they were not able to inform their developers of the delay until they informed the public, which is terrible all around. Don't be doing that. But, you know. Uh... I don't think we'll ever reach a point where developers don't just don't give release dates until they're ready. Uh, they'll have to for shareholders. Like I guarantee you, I'm I'm gonna say around February or March we'll get the release dates for like Gotham Knights and um, the Harry Potter game coming out next year. And if they get delayed, uh, they get delayed. But it's it's more or less like. It's, shareholders don't care about whether the public gets upset or not. They want to know when they're going to get that return on investment. So, F them. F them all. I don't care. Screw them. <laughs> uh, plus, you know, COVID this year didn't help anything. At all. No, it didn't. COVID it really didn't. So. Definitely screwed a lot of, a lot of stuff over. And but it is what it is. We probably won't really see the impact of it until next year. It's also true. So. All right. Next question comes from uh, Cousin Cecil, a.k.a. Mike Fowler, friend of the podcast, harasser of Delvin. Uh, um, says, what is a game <laughs> that would make you play a style you don't actually play? For example, Delvin doesn't play multiplayer. What type of multiplayer game would get you to play it? I haven't answered this question before, but there has been games to make me play multiplayer. I'll give you a perfect example, Friday the 13th. I love Friday the 13th franchise, and I played a lot of that game when it first came out because I liked the elements of, hey, you're a survivor. You're running around the campgrounds trying to get away from Jason. You got to try to escape. And hey, you could be Jason. You got to hunt down these dumb survivors and kill them all in brutal fashion. Like... When you have a hook like that, even the Predator thing, I like that a mm-hmm. lot too. When you have a hook like that that just kind of hits me, the, even the nostalgia or in a way that's beautiful. Like, for example, I would play the heck out of a Transformers multiplayer big big Call of Duty type game. Like, uh, I would love that where you can pick Optimus Prime and it's Autobots versus Decepticons every round and stuff like that. I would play the mess out of something like that, but it has to be something that's going to really drag me in to play it. It hasn't been many multiplayer games, maybe five at most. I want to say Fighting the Thirteenth, The Predator had me play a little bit of it, and um, Star Wars Battlefront I played a, a good amount of too. But otherwise, that it has to be some a, a franchise or something that's just too compelling for me to not play it. Nice. Trying to think of. Genres that I really hate. I think the only style of game that I really don't like is RTS games. Like I'll play an RPG, I'll play multiplayer, 
I play pretty much everything. RTS and platformers are like the games that just really just like I don't know. So, but I'll play a platformer. Like I'll play a Ratchet and Clank. That's fine. But an RTS game, oh man. So, what kind of RTS game that could make that would make you want to play it? I know. I was trying to think of like if there's a franchise that would really be like, oh man, I love this franchise that much that I'll play this RTS game. I don't know that there is GI Joe that would I would just have to play it. Even with GI Joe, like I just hate RTS so much, I like, probably wouldn't do GI Joe. <laughs> Based off the '80s cartoon, looking exactly like the '80s cartoon, would you play that? I, I don't think so because again, I dislike RTS. I love GI Joe, and I can always pop in the disc and watch the movie if I really want to. And for me, GI Joe is not an RTS game. Like that, just no. <sighs> just noticed my cam. Just noticed my camera was diagonal the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Your camera's always dying, so it's we're used to it. No, 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 diagonal. <laughs> it was like that. Oh, yeah. uh, again, your camera's always a little wonky, so we're just used to it. It doesn't even yeah. face me anymore. I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. the camera. <laughs> um, I, I, don't, I don't really have any games that I wouldn't play. Like, RTS is there, but I also wasn't really a fan of walking simulators. And then... Ooh, yeah. But then they made... Um, they made the Walking Dead games, which technically class as, like, an adventure game. But no, really, they're a walking simulator where you grab a couple items here and there. Um, th- those got me to play it. And then they did the Batman game at Borderlands. I've never played The Wolf Among Us. I own it. I've never played it. That's, that's like, the one walking sim that I really liked was The Wolf Among Us, and I'm... Like wish they'd make part two, and I still need to play Firewatch. So I'll play a while. Oh, Firewatch was great. Um, That's still sad. I, no, I have it. I bought it. I just never played it. Sad about no platinum trophy though. Man, I really got to think of an RTS game that would really pull me in. I I just can't think of. I mean, also that would make me do it. But also, don't bait and switch your audience. I'm looking at you, Double Fine. I hate you. I hate you. How dare you do that with Brutal Legend? Don't bait and switch your audience. Never played Brutal Legend. I just looked at the 30,000 copies of that game I had on my shelf when I worked at Best Buy and could not get rid of when I worked in gaming. We just had, we had so many copies of that uh, game. That game essentially starts as like your standard action adventure at like, hey, this is what's happening. And then like five hours in switches to an RTS and it's like, ah, uh, nope. <laughs> I never got to that part. I never got to that part, so I never experienced it. I, something took my attention away from that game, but what I played of it, I liked. I, I like I said, I never got to the real time strategy part of it. I probably would have liked that too. I don't dislike those type of games as long as there's a compelling element to the game that will make me like it. Like I like cyberpunk type games. I like zombie apocalypse. Type. I like post apocalyptic games in general. Okay, so if but, you can give me a compelling story, I will always play it. That's that's fair. Yeah, it would have to be something super story-based of something that I really enjoy to make me really see through an RTS game. I'm just not... Like, Star Wars? Wouldn't do it. Love Star Wars, but I'm not playing Star Wars RTS. Same with, like... I never liked the the Warcraft RTS games. World of Warcraft was where I really got my feet wet with that one. Um, I would not probably play a G.I. Joe RTS game. 
I wouldn't play a Transformers RTS game. <laughs> I don't <sighs> like. I don't like RTS in general. I even tried I like like it. XCOM seemed interesting, but no, I can't do it. I can't do it. So yeah, I tried out the Gears thing just because it was free. I was just like, Ugh, oh yeah. Also, re- rest in peace, Gears Pop. That game's going down in April. I didn't even know that came out. It did, and also it's going down in April. That tells I wanted you to how try it too. That, that tells you how well that game did. Yeah, I legit didn't know it came out. Yep. All right. My next question comes from uh, Kyle the Puck, friend of PSVG. He says, "Will con will PS4 PS4 consoles still add free PSN games with the PS5 on the horizon?" The answer is yes. Yes. Uh, that's the easy short answer. I know this is in general in relation to the fact that they recently removed PS3 and Vita games. But mm-hmm. again, those consoles had five years. They're, They're old. They're dead. Well, yeah, but I'm saying PS Plus didn't launch with the PS3. It launched like three or four years in. All I know is I've had it mm-hmm. since 2013, I think. I've had it since then. But still, the PS3 and Vita had like five-ish years of free games added through that. They didn't immediately Mm -hmm. get cut off once the PS4 launched. So yeah, I mean, even with the PS4 launch now, like there's there's PS4 games coming to PSN this month. There'll be some next month, and they even said they're going to be supporting the PS4 for quite some time. So I I imagine we'll still get PS4 games for quite some time, especially with backwards compatibility. It's another way to get you know ps4 games and still be able to play them on your ps5 so i i don't see the ps4 being not supported with ps plus for at least three years probably more yeah, yeah. i agree there's <laughs> not much to yeah. say about it yeah. i mean it's not a whole, it just sounds yeah, accurate yeah. all right yeah there's not a whole lot to say <laughs> all right our final question comes from the almighty ray he says uh are we close to reaching the end of physical copies of games, or are we pretty much there now? Uh, That's as, an interesting one. As much as I would like to say yes, no, because, again, most of yeah. the U.S. does not have a sufficient internet structure to that support is, that. That's my number one thing. Yeah. We do not have the network infrastructure to allow us to go to a completely digital world. Like, we just, we don't. It's just not there yet. Um, we're close, but I still, I still think we will see physical launches throughout this entire generation. Also, people really enjoy like their limited run physical games. Yep. They enjoy getting that collector's edition type stuff. So I don't see physical games going away for a while. People really value physical media. Like, um, like, let me put it this way. Maybe I next gen. I, I don't buy, I don't I buy a while. I don't buy physical games anymore, but I still buy 4K Blu-rays. I still buy that stuff. And they come with digital codes. So I get both. Generally, I'll then only watch the digital code. But I still buy the 4K Blu-ray. At, that, at the time, it was currently because I didn't have a 4K Blu-ray player because I had to sell my Xbox One S. But um, with the PS5, I'll have a 4K Blu-ray player so I can slide those in and watch them. That stuff's great. And generally, you'll get a better 4K quality picture if you're watching the actual discs, but in lieu of that, like with something like the umbrella Academy, great show, by the way, on Netflix, I don't have an option to slide a disc in for that because it doesn't exist on disc. 
And if it did, it wouldn't be on 4K Blu-ray because Netflix never does that. Um, they've released their shows on Blu-ray, but just standard Blu-ray, which is weird considering mm-hmm. they shoot them in 4K. But um, they want you. They want you to subscribe. That's why. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't have a problem. I pay the subscription price, anyways. But that, which is going up, it yep. already went. It already went up here. It's like twenty bucks here in Canada now for the 4K streaming package. Um, it's a little yeah. much. Yeah, but I also get four screens, and I'm not the only one that uses it. So, um, yeah, same. I share mine with other yeah, people. So yeah, I share. Not. I share mine with my best friend, my mom, my sister, and my grandparents. So, um, I don't have a problem paying twenty bucks for it. Um, anywho, the, the point being is that like here, yeah, I've got a God's here in that package and I don't have a data cap, but over in Delvin's neck of the woods, I don't know Delvin specifically, but maybe people still have data, data caps. That's also a, correct. That is in also, my neck of the woods, there's data caps. Yep. That is also a hindrance as well, because games are only getting bigger as noted by the way and this is absolutely hilarious because they've already gotten crap for it for modern warfare but call of duty black ops cold war on pc if you want ray tracing at launch is 250 gigs which is do you guys not know how to compress your files because oh my god (laughs) i don't know that they i mean 4K assets are really large. Yes, even I'm aware with compression. Of that. Like, I'm aware there's only of that. so much you can compress um, to be able to send that stuff through the pipes. And yeah, to, Call that, of Duty is just that, that game won't fit on a 250 gigabyte SSD. It will not. It won't. Yeah, yeah. That game will not fit. <laughs> that is hilarious to me. And that's at launch. Imagine how big yeah. that's gonna get. <laughs> well, just need to chime in. Yeah, like you said, the data caps. Yeah. yeah. Let me chime in on this by saying I don't think physical media will ever go away as long as Nintendo still supports it. You always have some type of steal of physical version because Nintendo is always going to have mm-hmm. their account. Hey, buy this disc or buy this proprietary thing. They're always going to go off the beaten path. And I feel like it's worked for them. So they're going to keep continuing to do that. And also, I feel like. As as our systems upgrade in terms of like we had a 4K Blu-ray, 4K Blu-ray player and um, the new consoles and stuff like that. As long as we keep getting physical media like that, I don't think we'll change because there's always a use for a disk drive in a PlayStation Xbox Series S, X yeah. because of that. And while I think companies want to go away from that, physical media is still profitable. So... Why kill something that you're still making money off of? It is, but <clears throat> it may not be as profitable. Physical media is more profitable, so I think that there's definitely that desire to move away from it because you don't have to pay to stamp a disc, you don't have to pay to print a disc, you don't have to pay inserts. Like all of that stuff is 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 you know a cost that they could completely eliminate if they go straight digital and. You do see some games where they're like, we're only doing this digital. Unless we get like a massive groundswell of people who want a physical version, then maybe we'll contract something with limited run to yeah. print those discs. Case in but point, recently. I do think it is the future. Recent release, Ghost Runner, digital only. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 it is definitely our future. It's just not here yet. It'll be a while. I don't think there'll ever be an 8K Blu ray. 
I, I just don't think that'll be a thing. But then you also look at, like you said, like the data caps and the amount of our, our whole internet infrastructure just needs to, to, to change to allow for us to actually go fully digital or to go streaming only. Because if you're somebody who wants to enjoy media at that high of a level and it's all streaming, but you're in a place that has either crappy internet or a data cap, you're, you're kind of, you're hamstrung. Like you can't, you're not able to, to do that. So I think it'll be a while before we truly see us going into an all digital future. I mean, you're, just because of the way our infrastructure is set up here in the States, to be perfectly honest, you, you also need to get men with the giant Reese's peanut butter cup mug out of the FCC. So that needs to happen too. So for those, for those who don't know who I'm referencing, I'm talking about a Jeep pie. That man needs to go from the FCC. Yeah. Well, let me, let me add to this. Cause this is something I also noticed the other day when I was in the stores. A lot of parents still buy con- console games for their kids. Yeah. A lot of parents go to yep. the Targets and Walmarts, and I think that that still means a lot. That's a whole business right there when you see – when you go on a Target or Walmart, they are big displays for gaming. Not only just, like, yep. the yeah. systems itself, but the games as well as, like, like merchandise for gaming and stuff like that. Like, every time you go to the Nintendo section, you'll see a bunch of Pokemon plushies and controllers and stuff like that. I think as yep. long as you have parents going out there buying that stuff like that, it's a lot easier for a parent to go like for Christmas to hey, let me go to the store and get the next Pokemon game for my kids, as opposed to being like, hey, let me just give them my credit card so they can buy it and download it on their system. <laughs> like parents ain't doing that, like for the most part. Like as see, I, I would counter that and say that that's not necessarily true because if you make it the only option, they'll find a way. And the reason why you still see a lot of it in the stores is because somebody has to sell the box. Yes. Yeah. But then again, that, I will say then this. It, then again, that's we are young parents. That contrary to popular belief, me, me and De- me, me and you, Dev, are young parents. Okay. Yeah. Well, contrary, I'm talking more about the older parents. Contrary to popular belief, I'm not a parent <laughs> at all, so I don't have to worry about that. But regardless, um, no, you're. That stuff is also persistent because for those. For those grandparents, why not? they're not into all of that. So they don't know that you can just buy a gift card and go, here, here, little Timmy, go buy your stuff on your digital store. Grandparents sometimes only think you can get it in, in the disc version, right? So Yes. Like, my, my grandma's a perfect example of that. My grandma asked my son what he wants for Christmas or his birthday. His birthday's coming up soon. But what he asked once for his birthday, he starts naming all this random Persona 5 stuff and yeah. all these controllers. <laughs> my grandma like I don't know what you're talking about. Here's some money. Get away from me. <laughs> That's how it is. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Like I said, I think it'll be a ways off before we really get there. It'll happen eventually, but I think we're still a good ways off, at least a generation, maybe two. We probably won't see a true digital future until we have just streaming consoles, to be perfectly honest. And that, yes, I, I feel like, is a ways off. Unless Luna blows up and it's like, this is the way of the future, and that's it. We're going to see physical media for a while. Yeah. yeah. Also, shout All out right. for the great that question. Can... Yeah, that's a great one. Got a good conversation flowing. Good stuff. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. I love getting the questions in because it's just great discussion points. I've so, noticed Mr. Lucas himself hasn't sent a question in a couple weeks. Where you at, buddy? Shame him, Haley. That's how you, busy. That's how you get the comeback. Shame, I, no, no, shame no. the pastor <laughs> in the coming. 
No, I, I know he's busy. He's he's doing great things over there in Brazil. He's he, he's he's got stuff to do. I'm just I'm just calling him out. He's he's only praising the Lord, our Lord and Savior. I know, right? <laughs> you know we need him right now in this 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 time. Oof, boy. Yeah. Nah. All right, moving right along. Let's get into some actual news. What do you have for us, Haley? Uh, well, uh. There's a reason I mentioned that I watched Spider-Verse at the top of the show. Uh, <laughs> Insomniac, I think it was, what, Friday? Yes, it was. Sure. I think, I think it was Friday. Yes, it was Friday because I, I was not at physical work. I was at home work. Okay. So uh, well, on Friday, Insomniac out of the blue went, Hey, guys, here's that second pre-order suit for, uh, for Miles Morales. Let me just put an addendum there. They have already confirmed, and I knew this to be the case from like the Spider-Man 2018 pre-orders as well. This is these suits are still accessible in the game. They're just unlocked early if you pre-order. Um, the second pre-order suit is Miles Spider-Verse suit, but um, it's got a special suit mod with it that gives him the frame rate from Miles in, in into the Spider-Verse. So instead of if you're playing the game at 60 FPS, Miles will be moving at 12 frames per second. <laughs> Not gonna lie. Yeah. When I saw that suit, I completely forgot about Spider Cat. Like, held this cat. I am 100% yeah, playing as this Miles. Okay. It looks so awesome. But uh, I will say, if you're. Playing at 60 frames per second, I could see this giving people headaches. So Insomniac also confirmed this suit mod can be disabled, but it can also be put on other suits. It doesn't have to be limited to just this suit. You can I don't put it. Other suits. I, I'm, I'm aware you don't want to play as the other suits. Let me finish the story, Delvin. Um, they can throw are... the rest of them suits in the trash. I am done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They, they, they've confirmed this suit mod can be disabled. It can also be put on uh, on other suits if you want as well. It's just really cool. Looks great. Also, before Delvin gets to his story, I have to add an addendum to his story from last week. PlayStation 5 is dead. Uh, they received a cease and desist letter. So That's not even his story anymore. No, it was his <laughs> It was the story last from week. last week. That's why I said I have to add an addendum to Delvin's story from last week. Grand opening, I, grand yeah. closing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not going to listen to that song. <laughs> Fantastic song. What a Jay-Z's best. It is good. It is good. I, I have no I idea love what this suit talking about. Yeah. I'm, I'm all, I'm sold. I'm all in. I will, I, man, unless, unless they have a suit where, well, I'll probably actually put that mod on like the hoodie. And everything, the suit that has the hoodie, and yeah, I'm still mad that there are no Jordans in the game. They're going Adidas, which makes me sad, but it is what it is. But I love the mod. I love the way it looks. It looks like you're playing Spider Verse. Like it just the way he moves, the way like his style of swinging with that suit. It just it's awesome the way he basically just kind of swings backwards and will kind of just kind of like. Layout and ugh, it's just it's yes. so stylized and I absolutely love it and cannot wait to play this game. Yes, I am going to be playing this in this suit, playing Hello Danger all throughout the game. That Hello is Danger. Ah, 
This yeah. is so awesome. I can't wait to see this, like, the actual soundtrack in game. Hey, like, you know what? Oh, I'm just I'm thinking. Super hyped. I'm just it. thinking because we get Miles, like, his game this year, right? And they've already said Into the Spider Verse 2 is 2022. So, mm-hmm. just, we're getting great Miles content all around here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I'm super hyped. I'm super excited. It's freaking awesome. Now, Real talk, I'm kind of wondering if Insomniac's just going to go, like, off the cuff and start doing all the other Spider characters, too, because, yo, if we can get a Spider-Gwen game, hell yeah. Hey, I'm all about that. I'm good I with Spider-Gwen. Give me Silk. Give me them all. Yeah, get, give give <laughs> me Spider-Gwen, please. I want that suit. That suit is so cool. It is dope. Uh, also, is dope. And her also, as a character, like, her fighting style yeah, just be... Fun as hell to watch. Him also, I uh, I feel for her toes because wearing ballet shoes to fight in. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, that doesn't sound like it would be comfortable at all. But she makes it happen. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yeah, I would love for them to go all in on that. That would be awesome. That would be a lot of fun. I would love to see that realized. Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you guys something interesting. I never knew that the Peter Beast P. Parker suit came to um, Spider-Man. Yeah, it, it was. I think it was the first one you unlocked for the first DLC. Not entirely sure. I know it was an unlock for one of them, but I also know it wasn't locked behind 100%. So, so yeah, because yeah. yeah. when I when I, I platinumed that game, when I platinumed the game, it wasn't there. And then I heard like, oh, the Peter B. Parker suit is going to... And I bring that up because when you buy the... Ultimate Edition, you get Spider-Man PS4 as well, yeah, like the remastered yeah. version. Yeah. That suit is in that game from the start, and you can put those effects on that suit. Uh, no, you cannot. Because I've heard, it, I read it, that those effects are in that, on that suit now. They're going to patch it. Okay, I was going to say, because in the base 2018, the effects yeah. are not. But also, it wouldn't really change anything because Peter uh, Peter B. Parker moves at the same speed as all the other characters. Because he's in, The reason Miles' frame rate is so different in Into the Spider-Verse is because he's inexperienced. By the end of the movie, he's moving at the same frame rate as everybody else. But it, as he's learning, he's still moving at like 12 seconds. Then he moves up to the same frame rate as everybody else. Yes. Either way... I'm jumping off a building and falling backwards. Yeah. While listening to Hello Danger. All right. Yes. Facts. <laughs> oh, man. That's going to be a fun time. I'm going to be streaming that game pretty much all day. Yeah. On the I, 14th. On the I, will, uh, I, will, I will stream Miles when I get it. I'll also yeah. stream Valhalla. I'm going to stream lots of things because that's, you know, it's the new hotness. <laughs> I mean, I'm doing it mainly because it's extra life. Also, also, let me just—I didn't point this out at the start of the show. By the time this episode releases, there are eight days till launch. Yes. Sweet. Moving along, what you got for us, Delvin? All right, I got a big story for all you Xbox out there. You thought you won because you got Bethesda? Ha! I laugh in your face. Sony now owns anime. Suck it, nerds. <laughs> How are you going to live your life without Naruto? <laughs> without Dragon Balls. There will be no Dragon Balls for you ever again. <laughs> no more. <laughs> no more Death Notes. <laughs> no more Hero Academia. 
Nothing. No more One Punch Man. <laughs> if you didn't know the news, Sony is trying to buy, well, they're basically purchasing Crunchyroll, which is mm-hmm. anime's number one streaming service. I think it's cool. I think it's really cool that they're going to get it because I don't think they're going to hold it off from Xbox. I was joking when I said that. Obviously. Don't freak out on me, Xbox nerd. Don't call the Xbox army to have me taken out and shot. But yeah, I think it's a smart move because truthfully, besides PlayStation and Spider-Man, what does Sony really have? Like their TVs aren't banging like they used to. Their, their computers yeah. aren't banging like they used to. You know, they don't with the exception of anymore. See, there you go. <laughs> like <laughs> with the exception of Spider-Man and PlayStation, they don't really have much. Their movies aren't even really that great, with the exception of Spider-Man and the Spider-Man spinoffs. Well, yeah, the cameras, okay. The cameras are really good. So they kind of need something else to kind of help keep them funded. And I feel like Crunchyroll is the perfect thing. Crunchyroll is a great server that a lot of people go to for their anime. And it basically just paints money. And they got it for less than a billion dollars. A little bit under a billion dollars. I think it's a smart investment. I think especially now the way we're going with all digital services coming up. Mm-hmm. It's really really cool for them to have Crunchyroll. I wonder what they're going to do with it. I think it would be cool if they were like, hey, if you have PlayStation Plus, you can also get Crunchyroll. I think that would be a cool thing to do. I doubt they'll do that, yeah. though. Yeah. I don't think they will either, but it would be something that would be nice if they started to roll in some of their other you know, portfolio stuff into the PS Plus subscription or create different tiers. Like, if they would have kept PS Now, not PS Now. What was it? PS. What's the TV series? PlayStation View. PS View. But again, PS View. That was only available. It was actually a good service. It was only available in the Very states, good. though. It wasn't available anywhere else. Yeah. If they would have been able to keep that going, especially with the digital landscape of everything, like they were kind of ahead of their time. They had a really good DVR. The service worked really well. If they would have been able to keep that, add Crunchyroll into it. Um, add a PS now, add a PS Plus, and have like this nice little media package. It, it probably would have been really, really nice to have. If they would have been able to get it into more countries. Um, but it'll be interesting to see what they do with this. If if they do roll it into something as just you know an additional thing that you can buy as part of a service or whatnot, that would be really cool. But otherwise, yeah, it's it's something else they have to their portfolio to bring in some money because. Other than their TVs, PlayStations, and cameras, like they don't really have anything else that's really driving revenue for them. Yeah. I think it's cool. I think it's cool that they're doing it. I, I Don't freak out Xbox people. I, don't, I think Crunchyroll is still going to be everywhere. It's just going to be yeah. owned by Sony. Now, this is not something that you would cut off from people. This is one, the exact opposite. You want as yeah. many people as you can to have access to this service so you can get more people on the Crunchyroll. It's not like a game system or something like that. You want people yeah. to have access to this. And Crunchyroll is a great service, especially if you like anime and Agreed. stuff like that. And it's yeah. it is not that expensive. Yeah. Well, they don't have Can the anime. Crunchyroll in Canada? Is that yeah. a thing in Canada? Yeah, it's, it a exist thing. it's a thing here. It's got its own separate <laughs> app and everything. But um, unlike Shudder, which, by the way, there was a sale on like an annual annual pass for Shudder uh, yesterday, but can't claim it here in Canada because there's no separate app for it. You have to go through Amazon Prime. You can only pay for it month by month. I was going to say, I, I thought it was in Canada because I remember listening to Xbox Drive and no, Ryan yeah. and um, no, Shudder were talking about Sh- it exists. They have it. Shudder is available here, through but it doesn't, it doesn't have its own separate app, so you can't buy an annual pass for it. You have to pay for it month by month as part of your Amazon Prime subscription. 
I had Shutter for six months and didn't use it and forgot I had it. Yeah, I haven't watched a single thing from it yet. (laughs) That's I I literally bought it. I even got the free trial. I with every intention, like I want to watch the shed because I recommended it. Like I I said, hey, this is that movie I was talking about to Donnie. Haven't watched it yet. I have Ginger Snaps in my queue ready to watch. Haven't watched it yet. Instead, I've been rewatching Smallville. (laughs) Um, This is why when I get free trials, I put a. uh... A reminder in my calendar to cancel before the free trial ends, so I don't have to worry about paying for it. Any, anyways, regardless, <laughs> Crunchyroll does not have my anime on it, so it's a loss. What anime is that? Helsing Ultimate. It's not on Crunchyroll. It's it's old though. So, isn't it on Netflix or something like that? No, uh, in the states maybe, but here no. Uh, I remember seeing Helsing on Netflix. I don't remember which one. Yeah. It was, so. it, it, I mean, there's Helsing or Helsing Ultimate. They're all pretty much, they're both pretty much the same thing. It's only 10 episodes. The only difference, I think, is that Ultimate kind of delves more into Alucard than, than I think the original Helsing does. Anyways, they're, they're both great and have some fantastic fight choreography. Uh, and also is one of the only animes I've seen do, uh, you know, animate boobs properly and not, hey, I just shot a bullet. My boobs are doing this. Oh, that is that is proper anime boobs. What that, are you talking about? No, that's not how boobs work, though. No, no, but those are proper anime boobs, though. That is accurate. No, anime has ridiculous boob fixes. <laughs> no, that's no. Also, yeah, also, also, some anime characters are literally drawn in ways where I don't know how they're walking around because their spine should be like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the anime world, that works. Uh, yeah. I also appreciate how anime girls just, they're only two kind of anime girls. Either they're huge chest or they have no breast at all. They have no middle ground right. anime for some reason. It's so ridiculous. Also, also <laughs> the one anime trope that needs to die is, I'm an, a thousand year old character, but I look like I'm 12. No, kill it. Kill it with fire. Get it out. Yeah, that's... You're, you're talking about something else. That that's That's anime. That's how it works. You're trying to fundamentally change anime and no. You cannot do that. I am trying right. to fundamentally change anime because it's attracting a certain kind of people that are not great. It's always attracted those people. This is what anime is. Just let it let it live. Let it be its thing, all right? Just leave anime alone. No. If you don't like it, you go elsewhere, all right? You go get your animation somewhere else. You leave anime alone. Anime is for the people. Anime is forever, like Wu-Tang. I was waiting Sony for I, 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 owns anime now. That's, that's right. The, no. Didn't they buy Funimation too? Uh, no. Wait, they already owned Funimation. I'm pretty sure. So That's they, what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So they own like they both own of them now. Yeah. They own anime. Sony and anime. They're like this. Yes. Sony. You want X? You want Xbox? You want anime now? You have to come to us. Uh, we don't come to you for anime. <laughs> we run this, son. Okay. <laughs> Moving along. Our our our, our final little story um did you guys see this global launch ad for the ps5 i did and my question is exactly the same as yours what the hell was that nonsense i don't know like what not a game to be seen no it was like some adventure hiking yeah what yeah and also like some of the areas had oh here's the cross button here's the square here's the circle but okay, cool. You're advertising a gaming console and you used no games at all. Yeah, I just I didn't understand 
what the heck this was supposed to be. It didn't excite me to play games at all. It was just me sitting there looking like, what 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 are we what are we doing here? What story are we trying to tell? Yeah, I don't like. I don't get it. The no. play has no limits thing. This weird trailer video, like it just misses the mark to me in so many ways. Like I don't, there's nothing about it that excites me for PlayStation or gets me excited for games in any way. I uh, I don't know what else to say about it other than what the hell. When I see stuff like this now, I just say Travis Scott. <laughs> Isn't he in charge of marketing and stuff like that now? So, so we're going to just do ads where we don't even talk about PlayStation? Just going to talk about random other stuff? Yeah, I'm assuming this was like a Travis Scott thing because... I I don't know. I feel like they've been building up to this before the announcement of Travis Scott. Like Even their previous ads have been like in that vein. Yeah, they've been that the type one of where thing like... where it hasn't really been games. The ground was cracking or whatnot. Mm-hmm. That like that was weird too. Like just show yeah. games. That's what everyone wants to see from you. Right. Someone like is smoking a lot of weed in PlayStation. A lot of weed. Mm-hmm. Probably not as it's much weed thing. as Snoop Dogg. Yeah, that's that's almost impossible. Right. <laughs> that's literally yeah, almost I, impossible. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> I mean, they say that the theme of the spot is centered around the idea of exploration. There is a desire in all of us to explore and discover new possibilities, whether in gaming or in our everyday lives. Like, no, stop it. Get some help. (laughs) The intro that Donnie Donnie created for PSXP was better than this. Yeah. Yeah. That screamed games. That makes you want to pick up a PlayStation and play. This... It, it makes me wonder, like, what's your next movie? Like, this doesn't say anything gaming to me at all. It's, nope, not it just, at all. it misses the mark so much. You know, it goes to one of the things I hate about gaming in terms of how people try to be so pretentious about it. And like, yeah. oh, it's this amazing thing. Oh, like, um, what's the guy who, who makes all the Quantic Dream games? David Cage. David Cage. Yeah, he does that a lot. I love those games. But sometimes he just sounds like an utter idiot. Also, right. oh. shout out to Ellen Page for suing that man for putting a co- a version of her in Beyond Two Souls that shouldn't exist. So, oh yeah, shout, shout out that. to Ellen Page. That man does not deserve to be making video games anymore. Get that man as far away from the gaming industry as possible, please. Yeah, I just hate the pretentiousness of some of these game developers and companies. Like, oh, this is an experience. This is art. No, it's a video game. It's okay for it to be a video game. Nothing wrong with being a video game. It's like. How people talk about pro wrestling and like, oh, you have to do this. No, it's pro wrestling. Nothing wrong with being pro wrestling. It's nothing wrong with being a video game. Video games is what we like. Sell us video games. You can sell us experience in video games. You can make art video games, but they are still video games. Yeah. We don't come here to talk about the Mona Lisa. We come here to play video games. Okay, but. Unless the Mona Lisa is getting stolen and I can find that thief. All right. Are you going to. Steal the Declaration of Independence there, Nick Cage. I'm down with that, too. Hey. That'll make for a good, you know, gaming premise. That'll work. That was yeah. a great That was a great movie, by the way. Um, Never saw it. Uh, it I mean, I, not surprising. It's a Disney Channel movie. Uh, anywho. That's all we watch in my house. It, That's I'm, a Disney okay. Channel movie? I mean, it was a Disney. It's a Disney movie. I don't know if it was Disney Channel yeah, or whatnot. But I, regard, I completely forgot it was. Regardless, National Treasure is a great movie. The second one, not so much, but... 
that the the first one is great. It's got the iconic line from Nick Cage where he just stares into the camera and goes, "I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence," and then the entire movie becomes something else, and it's great. Um, <laughs> it's also one of the only human performances from Nick Cage because the rest of them are just like, "I'm gonna be as wild as possible," accepted into the Spider Verse, but. Um, yeah, his best role. <laughs> actually, I think his best role. Possibly. I think his best role is actually uh, Mandy. But all right, um, I haven't seen that. I heard that was good, by the yeah. way. Yeah. Uh, anywho, regardless, we're not talking about Nick Cage here. This is not the Nick Cage podcast. This we can though. <laughs> Welcome to the Nick Cage cast. I'm your host, Delvin Cox, <laughs> and with me is Delvin Tyus and Haley. Sorrell Miller, how are you folks doing? Did Let's you talk forget about some my middle name? Did you, yes. What? <laughs> Dude, how do you how do you go with my gamer tag and not Nicole, which is easier? I didn't want to do that. This is the Nick Cage cast. Right. We're crazy. <laughs> I mean, if you want to be honest, yeah, Nick Cage is a little crazy. He named his son Kal-El, so. That's dope. I mean. That is dope. I I don't know know That's kind of cool. The yeah, I mean, you, legally you can't name your child Superman, but you can give him Superman's Kryptonian name. Um, anywho, this ad is ridiculous. Is is yeah, pretty it's much garbage. it's pretentious. It's out there. I mean, gaming is art, yes, but like this ad is not art. This ad is pretentious and annoying, and I want it destroyed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not good. Go back to the drawing board, Sony. Please try again. Also, also, I get that it's a global it. launch ad, but how could you have a global launch ad if you don't have a global launch? I don't know. You still can. You still have a global launch. It could be different days. It's always going to be different days because you know time zones. So I, I mean, I mean, sure, the launch ad for PlayStation because remember they've also unified everything. Yeah, you no longer have. The separation Sony, like, Europe, where it yeah. was for the players in the UK, and it was also it was out here. Also, so. just just bring it up here since we're talking about the unification. So you guys know how the Burger King contest in the states allows you to win game codes and stuff. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only prizes here are consoles. That's it. There's 50 consoles. That's the only prize. As far as I'm concerned, there's not even those because I ain't won nothing yet, <laughs> except for a Sunday. I mean, their Sundays are delicious, though. Yeah. I like their Josh shit. I like their receipt paper better. to even put yeah. his code in. He's going yeah. to Burger King a couple times and just they have no receipt paper. I'm like, how does that happen? Yeah. That's uh that's employees wanting those codes to themselves. Nah. It's not even codes. That's the other thing. It's literally just like the receipt information. It's not a yeah. code you put into the app. It's just no. the store, the date of purchase, the price. Like it's nonsense. That's just Burger King's incompetence. I'm not gonna lie. I can't even cover up for them. Like, yeah. I have went to Burger King several times, and they don't even give you the receipts half of the time. They don't care. They have a time, to, like especially Burger King's near my neighborhood. They have time. To, you'll be lucky if you get your food correctly, <laughs> no less a receipt. Such is life. Okay, our final thing to talk about, which kind of ties into Kyle's question: the state. Of PS Plus games and PS5. So I was always wondering what was going to be the PS5 launch game with with PS Plus. 
Like it was something that I was like, they gotta do something. Like we got Rezo Gun um for, for PS4, we got which Rez- was an amazing we got game. Gun and what was Contrast. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which was also a good game. I actually I actually one hundred percent of that game, surprisingly enough. But I was just wondering like how they were gonna do that. And I think we saw like the beginning of it, Destruction uh All Stars got delayed till February, but was also put into PS plus, which I think is a great move. I really believe that game is going to be a sleeper hit and i think putting it in ps plus is like the perfect thing because it's going to get so many eyes and hands on that game um and then bug snacks we we found out is going to be a launch ps uh plus title yeah which i still don't know what the hell bug snacks is it's bug snacks that when that trailer came on like i completely tuned out so i don't even know what the song sounds like i don't know what the heck this game is supposed to be nothing about it appeals to me it's, but apparently the whole world is excited for bug snacks so i think that's a great thing to put into ps plus at launch it's weird though because i watched that kind of funny video on it like they did first impressions i still mm-hmm. have no idea what bug snacks is or what the point of the game is um but also all of the bug snacks literally just mutter their own names like pokemon so it's really funny you'll walk up to one of them and oh, they'll be God. going strawberry strawberry <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> but also the voice cast for this game is so weird. It's got like Yuri Lowenthal and and other people in it. I like why yeah, they actually went out and got like a real voice cast for this, and it's a weird one. But I think it's it's a good little game to throw into you know. Plus, it's it's oh, it's my got library. an audience I already. Doubt I doubt I'll ever play it. Uh, my friend Kit. Chrissy uh, wants this game to die. I'm just going to call a spade a spade. Y'all can give me this game for free and I'm still not playing it. Nothing about this game interests me whatsoever. You don't want to Nothing. Be, you don't want to become what you eat? No. I'm not interested in this game at all. Thank God my Ross is coming out on launch day. Because <laughs> you told right. me I had to play this. I'm like, nah. Nah, fam. Guess what? I can wait. <laughs> like, there's nothing yeah. about this game interests me. Nothing about this game excites me. I don't get the hype. I, I feel like the hype is made up. Like, people are just being... Yeah. It doesn't feel like it's real. Like, this is not something to be excited about. Yeah, I don't get it either. I'm with you. I've I've, I've seen the hype. I'm like, people are really excited for Bucksnacks? Like, yeah. that's a thing? Y'all really want to play this? Like, don't quite get it. But, I mean, it's one of those things that's just not for me. I'm glad people are excited about it. I'm glad they'll be able to play it in PS Plus. So, good for you guys. Um... If you don't have a PS5, just go ahead and make sure you claim it that month. Yes, for those who are wondering, you should be able to claim this on the web store, even if you don't have a PS5, so that when you get a PS5, um, you'll be able to play it if you choose to. Yeah. I will not be playing Bucksnacks. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to try it. I'm not uh, interested in it at all. Doesn't like my type of yeah. game, honestly. Although I will say the other two games that are available for PS Plus this month are great choices. Uh, Hollow Knight is fantastic. Um, shout out to Jared Orr, uh, who's been singing the praises of that game over in the Married to the Games Discord all week, telling people that they have no excuse not to play it now. <laughs> and also, um, Middle Earth Shadow of War is great now that they've taken all the microtransactions out of that game. So, Oh, they did? Yeah. Now I can go play it. Yeah, they took them all out. Um, they even had to rework some of the final, uh, like epilogue stuff because that relied heavily on that stuff. So, 
I'll go play it now. I used to like those Shadow Shadow War games. And stuff. I'm sad we haven't got a third one. I I really wanted a third one. So, well, the, they probably killed it with those microtransactions. The uh, the Nemesis system is such a good thing, and really the only game we've even see try to copy it is Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So, it, the Nemesis <laughs> system should have been in the Batman game. It one hundred percent should have it, been. In it should have, and you know what? I'll be surprised if it's not in Gotham Knights. So it's just yeah, too it good. Seems like something not that's used. totally right for that. Since Batman never kills anybody, he just puts them in prison. They break or out and run amok. Runs them over with the tank in Arkham Knight and shoots them with fifty caliber machine gun rounds. But no, Batman doesn't kill anybody. <laughs> Much like in Watch Dogs Legion, those are electric, non-lethal, non-lethal vehicular homicide. Yeah, uh, Batman's definition of non-lethal is sure you're still breathing, but you might be brain dead. Yeah, those are all you know bean backgrounds. You're good. You're good. Uh, you're breathing. I think they actually say they they literally say that these are bean bag rounds in the game, and I'm like, these are not bean bag rounds. That man is dead. Yeah, you shoot bean. You shoot beanbags, people at two hundred miles per hour. Yeah. Uh, also, also like. I mean, we may have cracked some ribs here and there, punctured I mean, a spleen, but he's, he's he's alive. I mean, Arkham Knight is is an all right game. I I wish the Batmobile wasn't relied upon so heavily, especially for Riddler trophies. That is so annoying. Um, but you know, it's good. Also coming to the PS4 for PS5. Collection. You mean the? Yeah. Okay. I was about to say. Same thing. Yeah, coming to the PS Plus collection, um, you know, it's, it's a great conclusion. Um, but if you want the real end of that game, you need to hundred percent it. So, have fun. Ha- or have watch fun- it on YouTube. Ha- yeah, have fun with that because if you're not able to collect all those Riddler trophies, you're not getting hundred percent in that game. <laughs> Gotta go collect these yeah. nine hundred thousand Riddler trophies. That's the stupidest there, thing. That there, was so dumb. There are. 375 Riddler trophies in Arkham Knight, I believe. Actually, let I me, think I have some let people. Me, two let me like that. double two check two. that while we're at it. Hold on. Masochus. How many Riddler trophies in Arkham Knight? Uh, so oh, what do you guys actually, think about? actually, there are 243. I was incorrect, but there are still there's still too many. It's too many trophies. Yeah. Too many trophies. I have both So what do you them. guys think about PlayStation Plus? Do you think that they should evolve it or should it just is it fine just as it is? Do we need to see anything added, taken away? Like we we realize we see that there'll be no there's no PS3, there's no Vita stuff anymore, and that's been gone for a while. They pulled that stuff off the store. Um we're still gonna get PS4 games. Um do you think with them still putting PS4 games in them that they're gonna start, you know, actually adding more patches to the PS4 games? And would you like to see anything else like added to ps plus to make it more of a value proposition uh yeah i'll start with one this would also require sony to do some sort of integration with discord but i'd like to see the way that xbox does deals with discord uh for like hey link your psn and you'll get three free months of plus or whatnot or vice versa if you have ps plus you get three free months of discord nitro like stuff like that that'd be great um in regards to games i think we're gonna see one PS5 game uh, a month uh, for a couple months. Well, um, isn't Destruction All Stars there for two months? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna say something they should have been did a long time ago. Add 
PlayStation VR games. I don't know why they didn't haven't done that already. They, they have, have enough. They've given some like, away, but they have no, just not like, like every month. Not, here's the PlayStation VR game. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just you have enough now. You have more than enough PSVR games you can give away every month, and it won't be a problem. Okay. Let me just put this like little side note out here. I really don't think PSVR is going to survive because uh, shout out to Sony. Ten days before launch, going, hey guys, if you want your adapt your free adapter for your PSVR, you need to go to this website, enter the serial code on the back of your PSVR, and go from there. And then maybe that thing will arrive on launch day. Who knows? I, I, I don't think, think it'll, it'll okay. die. I don't think it'll be fine. I think it's gonna. I think that what they're. Go ahead, Evan. I think that they're doing this because they already make a PSVR two, and PSVR two one hundred percent just goes right into it. I think this is just a workaround. So, hey, if you have your old PSVR, you can still use it for now. But this is not going to be viable for long. Well, well, there was an interview that came out a couple of days ago where they said, yeah, PSVR isn't dead, but it's not going to we're not going to see it two next year or the year after. So they made it seem like the next PSVR is a ways off. So yeah. I think this adapter is going to be what you do for quite some time. Um but it also, does suck this, that this in order to get the adapter, I have to have a PSVR. Like, I have the camera, so why can't I just get the adapter for the camera if I want to use the camera on my PS5? Yeah. It sucks that I have to have the VR unit. Um, I will also say, uh, it this also relies, whenever the next PSVR iteration comes out, this also relies on people on people who own PSVR now having to rebuy an entire VR unit. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think that's if it's that many years off, like how many how long have we had PSVR? We've had it for several years. Like it's time for the upgrade cycle. Like yeah. it's not like any of the other ones have just kind of sat idly by like there's newer Oculuses, there's yeah. a newer Vive, wow. like that stuff. We'll see it's how long like there's a, We'll see how long there's a newer Oculus because Facebook has kind of taken Oculus and kneecapped them and then people beat, are still buying them and then beaten like Lucas just bought kneecaps. it up. yeah like you have to link your facebook account to uh to oculus now but also if facebook yeah. decides your account is in bad standing you lose all your games you, your account doesn't even need to be deleted to lose all your games if facebook just bans your account from posting for 30 days or anything like that boom games are gone you're done like, yeah, I don't think that many people are that worried about that who have Oculus. Like, I don't think that that's going to deter enough people to where it dies. Like, Lucas just bought the new Oculus, and he loves it. So I don't think that that's going to be enough of a deterrent to stop Oculus. I think it's still going to be one of the oh, biggest VR. Sorry, sorry. I guess we should – I get the, the VR device is Oculus, but I guess you should be describing the company as Facebook Reality Labs now because – that's I Facebook changed the name from something that was recognizable to that. Well, yeah, Facebook is recognizable. Yeah. Like that's one of the most recognizable names in the world, probably. Right Re- recognizable I think that's more as the platform than for Q and for Q whatever, however you pronounce that. Those stupid things. QAnon. Yeah, whatever. They're garbage. Yeah. Well yeah. Plenty of garbage in the world. But Facebook is still recognizable as one of the biggest companies in the world, so I don't think that's going to deter VR sales. So I think that'll still be fine. But um, yeah, PS Plus. 
throw some VR stuff in there. Give the VR people some love. I still would like to see them come out with some kind of like additional tiers. Just like you have a Game Pass, you have a Game Pass Ultimate. Let us get PS Plus. Get us. Let us get a PS Plus and SPS now in it, or a Crunchyroll sub. Just mix it up a little bit. I mean, we've had the same PS Plus since the PS3. We're going into PS5 now with the, basically the same exact PS Plus. Like it's it's time to iterate on it. You know, let's the PS5. It feels like the the perfect evolution of the PS4. So let's evolve PS Plus as well. Let's evolve some of Sony's services. Like, let's let's do something. I'm ready for that new new, you know? I'm not, because again, I don't have the space for PSVR, so. Something about PS Plus. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Shenanigans. How many days out are we? By the time this podcast releases, eight. Currently, while we're recording, eleven. Can't get here soon enough. Yeah. I literally have three shifts. Three shifts at work between now and the next console. I've got too many to count. I I work Tuesday, Wednesday, off until the following Tuesday. Then then I'm, you know, golden. (sighs) Come on, PS5. And we all have one now. Yay! Uh, again, I will believe it when I see the box for the PS5 behind Delvin on camera. Well, if I don't have one, Delvin can have one. So, I'm not. Yeah, so. I'm not being a hater. I'm literally just I saying. Fly to, gotta fly to Florida and, and murder Delvin. Because <laughs> yes. look here, you can't mess up my November now. I will exactly. hurt you. <laughs> Damn, All right, that's gonna do it for you. episode. What is this? 57 no 58 last week was 57 58 all right yeah we're 58 episodes in (laughs) hope you enjoyed yourself feel free to holler at us and give us a follow over on on the twitters at playstation xp stop by the blog at psvg.blog or the discord at psvg.blog slash discord join us in our shenanigans there feel free to harass delvin as the king of playstation um Fowler may stop with all the memes now that you know Delvin is not the butt of the jokes. We'll have to find something else to make fun of him for. I'm well, sure let's play things make fun of me about. There is, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And if you enjoy our content here at PSVG, we got so much additional content that is only three dollars a month, such as PSVG Strong Style or a decade of horror or uh, board with everything. Yeah, Books which for geeks. By the All way, all kind of stuff. We've got a ton, a ton of DLC. Go ahead. I was just gonna say I guessed it on the latest board with everything, so that was a fun time there recording on uh, on Thursday night. So there you go. Yeah, so three dollars a month gets you just a ton of additional content. So if you like our stuff, there's plenty more to be had. And with that, I'd like to give a special thank you to our patrons at the producer level. Mr. Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh the Bone Sarver Bone, Chris McElfish, myself, Kyle Heyman, Paul Calico, Michael Masek, Zach Bradshaw, Nick Fall Harbor, Rob Emanuel, Rude Days 93, Ben Moxham, and the one they call Grouchy Search. Thank you guys for joining us in the journey that is PSVG. Without you, there is no us. All right. That about wraps it up. Let the people know where they can find you, Haley. Uh, you can find me over on Twitter at Shepherd's Zero. 
You can find me all on your game platform of choice at Haley Zarel. Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash Haley Zarel. Uh, I also, like I said, guested on this week's, uh, like this month's bonus episode of, uh, of Bored with Everything. So that was, that was fun to record. Um, and other than that, again, in relation to last week's thing, which I guess also got brought up, by the way, on board with everything. That's a little sneak peek for you. Uh, we mentioned that there, uh, that don't look up the name of that cat. Um, <laughs> you can follow me on Tumblr at Haley's Rail, where I reblog a bunch of fandom content, which right now is mostly focused on the boys because that show is great. And, you know, it's going to be a long wait for more episodes. So. All right. And Delvin, where can the people find you and all the 40 bajillion things you're doing? You can find me on Twitter at Delvin underscore Cox. Check out Delvin Cox Experience anywhere you get podcasts. And I want to say something before we go. Because when this episode drops, either all of us are going to be in a good mood or a bad mood. Right. Right. I will, I will say this. Win, lose, or draw, no matter what happens, America, please be civil to each other. Let's not resort to violence. Let's try to be as peaceful as possible because I don't want to see any violence or bloodshed in this country anymore. It's a lot to deal with, honestly. Let's do better as a country, honestly speaking. That's the best thing I can say. Yeah, again, absolutely. again, I can't vote in the election, but please vote. Yeah. Yep. Be kind to one another. Also, also, let me just point out, this is a perfect time to insert the meme from Good Omens. What was it they said that made everyone angry? Be kind to one another. Oh, yeah, that'll do it. (laughs) And you can find me at Dad Ninja Dev pretty much anywhere. And with that, long live play. This has been a production of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network.